Hey, Bredgens, this is the Grateful Yardy Podcast. It's your boy, Drew, giving you the lowdown on AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view that came to us on Sunday, May 30th, the year of our Lord, 2021, live and direct from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. So let's start with the buy-in. The buy-in is the pre-show. That's what they call it on Double or Nothing weekend. And that was for the NWA Women's Championship. Serena Deeb, the woman that shaved her head and joined CM Punk Straight Edge Society. She has her hair back and she is the NWA Women's Champion going up against the first ever AEW Women's Champion. That is Rio and Serena Deeb defeats Rio in 14 minutes and 5 seconds. When we get over to the pay-per-view portion of Double or Nothing, folks. Hangman Adam Page defeats Brian Cage in 12 minutes and 3 seconds. For the AEW Tag Team Championship of the World, the Young Bucks are the champions and they defeat John Moxley and Eddie Kingston in 21 minutes and 1 second. And I highly recommend this match to go back and watch. In the Casino Battle Royale, Jungle Boy wins in 23 minutes and 29 seconds, eliminating Christian Cage and Jungle Boy teams with Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt. And Jungle Boy is the son of the late great actor Luke Perry. For your TNT Championship match, Miro is the champion going in and he defeats Lance Archer in 9 minutes and 49 seconds. The AEW Women's Championship match, the challenger going in was Dr. Britt Baker defeating Hikaru Shida, which was the champion, in 17 minutes and 8 seconds. And to me, that was your match of the night. The 62-year-old icon Sting gets back in the ring for the first time in front of a live studio audience in six years because he took a bad bump and hurt his neck in the WWE facing Seth Rollins in the championship match. So Sting is teaming with Darby Allin and they defeat Ethan Page from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada and his tag team partner Scorpio Sky in about 12 minutes and 27 seconds. The AEW championship match, Kenny Omega is the champion going in and he defeats Orange Cassidy and Pac in 27 minutes even. And in your main event for of the evening, it is the Stadium Stampede match. The Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. The Inner Circle is Chris Jericho, Santana Ortiz, Jake Hager, and the Spanish God himself, Stanley Guevara. And they defeated the Pinnacle, which is made up of Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, FTR, Sean Spears, and Warlord in about 13. 21 minutes and 20 or 17 seconds to be exact. My thoughts on the show overall the crowd made a huge difference. They popped huge when Britt Baker won the women's um, championship because, in a weird way, she was a heel going into it. But I guess the fans got really behind her thanks to her promo on Friday Night Dynamite. Um, also, big pop by Hangman Page. Um, big pop for Sting and Darby Allen, big pop for Orange Cassidy, and big pop for the Inner Circle. Especially they love that Fozzie track that, that the Inner Circle comes out to all the time. Um, also, big pickup by um, 
AEW by getting Mark Henry to be an analyst. This is somebody that's been in the business for a long time. He also is on Busted Open Radio, and we know he's a great talker there. So being an analyst for their new show that is going to be airing on August 13th on TNT before it moves over to TBS in January of 2022. And to be honest with you, with this crowd, compared to another show that had a crowd, I feel like Double or Nothing was better than WrestleMania. Both nights, the crowd made a huge difference. Also, another quick recommendation, folks. Go take a watch of the latest edition of um, Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He talks with Charles Wright, which is he's also known as the Godfather, also known as Papa Shango, and they speak for about an hour and a half about Papa Shango, the Godfather, all all of his ups and downs throughout his wrestling career. So that's also something I recommend you guys tuning into. Stay tuned for Raw in a 30 minutes or less. And until next time, people, thanks for listening. I bid you adieu. Good night. Goodbye. God bless. Stay safe. And remain, remain, remain. Oh, yes, remain. Remain grateful. Peace. Monday night, you know what time it is. It's the Grateful Yardy presents Raw in a 30 minutes or less. It's your boy Drew giving you the lowdown on the May 31st edition of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into all of that, you can find me on Twitter that is DWrestling99. You can find me on Instagram, that is Drew underscore Wrestling 99. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Grateful Yardy. And Grateful is spelled G-R, the number 8, F-U-L-Y-A-R-D-Y. And Lee fans is back to the golf course for y'all. Six consecutive seasons, you can't get out of the first round the Montreal Canadiens beat the Maple Leafs in seven games. Three to one is your final in game seven. 
Montreal is going all crazy because they are in the North Division Finals against the Winnipeg Jets. I believe that series starts on Tuesday night. But we're here to speak about Monday Night Raw, folks. And we get into the program with... We have a new lead announcer. But before we talk about the lead announcer, we begin the show with a Memorial Day video because yes, folks, it is Memorial Day in the U.S. of A. Of A so salute to all of those first or all of the service people that put their lives on the risk for us to have freedoms here in North America and around the globe. There was a quote from. President, former President Ronald Reagan in the video before moving over to voiceovers with images of soldiers around the world and throughout history, thanking them for their service and their sacrifice. Pyro then goes off. Corey Graves welcomes us live and introduces Byron Saxon and our new lead announcer for Monday Night Raw, which is Jimmy Smith. And for folks who don't know who Jimmy Smith is, Jimmy Smith was a former analyst on Bellator MMA, also an analyst on UFC, and he was doing some hosting for NXT takeover shows and big events for the last few weeks over at NXT. So now he's making the transition after Adnan Virk said, this is too much for me. And he left out on good terms with the WWE and in comes our new lead announcer, Jimmy Smith. He says his job was to honor the fans, honor the superstars and have a whole heap of fun. Then they hype up the first, the number one contender match between Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston. The tag team championship match between the tag champs AJ Styles and Amos versus Elias and Jackson Riker. And Shayna Baszler's one-on-one match with your boy, Reginald. Then we are in the ring with Miz and Morrison. They were sitting for Miz TV. Miz does his usual introduction to warm up and welcome back. Or welcome himself back. He's a two-time Grand Slam champion. They booed him with the piped in booed noise. And then he says the last few weeks without without him to combat the ship were tough. And he says he was sorry. And he said that the match he said that um that match a few times, then said that the lumberjack match with Damian Priest was for some for the first time in his career where he got injured, which is true. Miz was is a very durable wrestler. He barely gets injured, and this was the first time he had a legitimate injury. So it's cool to see him come back very quickly after that injury. And then he asked, what the Ross is that smell? Then Morrison said, I girl it me have round my neck because me no want the the, the zombie them for catching. Then they go off and do their whole stick about being the drip stick and yada, yada, yada. Then they introduced their guest, which is Charlotte Fair. And Char- and um, Morrison badly hums a Charlotte's theme song. And then Morrison lowers the ropes for Charlotte to get in. And she looks annoyed by the garlic necklace. She immediately asks about what the Rasta smell is. And Morrison explained it again. Maybe she didn't hear him say it out loud in the whole Thunderdome. Who knows? Miz then asked her how many times has she been champion. She says about 14, but who's counting? They laugh hysterically as she looked vexed and pissed off and annoyed. 
Then Charlotte said that Rhea Ripley had a good story and a nice victory over Asuka. Then she talks about dreams being nightmares. And then Rhea Ripley's music comes down and Rhea Ripley comes to the ring. Ripley, Rhea Ripley says that Flair can go to hell, prompting Flair to rise from her seat. And then Miz asked, said it's Ripley's first time on the show within a show, so they should talk. He asked a series of questions before Morrison asked about what her favorite garlic bread recipe was. She says she's not a vampire, but she's a nightmare. And uh, everyone in the woman's division will fall. They continue jockeying back and forth. And Flair says you couldn't even beat uh, Nikki Cross last week. And then Ms. reiterates that all champions should be beating all the challengers to show that you're a true champion. They show the replay of last week. That really much leads us to Rhea Rip or Charlotte saying that she could do what Rhea Ripley couldn't do, and they're gonna fight or they're not gonna fight. But um, Cross came out and said that she could beat Flair in two minutes. Then we go to commercial and we come back from commercial. We go into match number one, which is Charlotte Flair versus Nikki Cross, and Flair must beat Nikki Cross in two minutes. She doesn't. Nikki Cross wins the match in two minutes. Then we sh the announcers shift and recap the story of the RK Bros in the New Day, and we sh were shown that Riddle beat um, I believe it was Kofi last week with the RKO. Yeah. Oh, no. Woods beat or oh, Riddle beat Woods with the RKO last week. That's what we recapping. Priest was in the back and he talked to Riddle and said about celebrating when they do touring and and then Randy comes in the picture. It's all long uh, a whole bunch of baga chat. You know them always do that, which leads us into match number two, which is Xavier Woods versus Randy Orton with Riddle. And Randy Orton wins the match in about nine minutes to be exact with um, Riddle's finisher, the Bo Derrick. Then Jimmy Smith shifted over to Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Reggie. There's a recap of all the kerfuffery and the tomfoolery between these three. And we go to commercial break, which takes us into match number three, Shayna Baszler versus Reggie with Nia Jax. And the winner is Reggie with a roll-up. Wow, I am shaking my head with this one. And it seems like uh, Shayna is Alexa Bliss and Lily's target after this one. But as I said last week, I think the target should actually be Banks and Baszler is just a path to Banks. Because... Legitimate Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax were Bredgens at one point. Y'all forget this. Sometimes, remember, total divas. I'm just saying. We go into hour number two, and they shifted to McIntyre, and he's, they cut a, he cuts a promo about how he's going to win against Kofi, and yada, yada, yada. He beat Brock Lesnar, and all this kind of stuff. That leads that he will do this again, and he will be facing Lashley for the 84th billion time at the pay-per-view to regain the WWE Championship. Then Mace and T-Bar from Retribution made their entrance. T-Bar is wearing trunks while... Or T-Bar is back to wearing trunks while T-Bar is... Or Mace is 
maintaining tights and they go to commercial and they come back, which is match number four, Mason T-Bar versus Lucha House Party. And the winners are Mason T-Bar in about less than three minutes with a double sitting choke slam. Then they shifted to Alexa Bliss on her swing, talking to Letty and said, what a night for Reginald. She says, what a better way for him to celebrate than to join her on Alexa's playground and invites him for later tonight. Then Sheamus' music hits as the United States champion makes his way to the ring. Jimmy Smith says it's going to be a unique challenge as they cut to commercial again. They have to pay a lot of bills on this three-hour program on Monday Night Raw. And they return with Sheamus saying another week, another victory for the valiant United States champion. He never defends it on Monday Night Raw. He says he can't wait for the WWE to go back on the road so he can defend his title in every major city. Sorry, minor cities. He shifted his focus to Humberto Carrero and Ricochet and said that they they tried to embarrass him, then win. He shifted and looked at their true character from last week. They saw him cheat to win and attack um, Humberto after the match only for Ricochet to make the save and hit two big aerial moves to ground Sheamus. Sheamus then said, asked if he looked like a championship material to viewers and yada, yada, yada. You know, all the, it's a bag of Tom chatting. They just chat pun there's no action that's bear chat sound like a bunch of you know them old uncles them that we have in in west indian culture that they say yo man body up and me used to butter people and they never did a damn thing they used to run like coward that's what most of the wrestlers here on, on monday night raw do then we go into match number five which is sheamus the united states champion not defending his title against ricochet and ricochet wins in one minute and 14 seconds with a roll-up then we go into match number six. It's Sheamus versus Humberto in a non-title match for the 87th billion time. And the winner of this match is Humberto at seven minutes with a roll-up. How many Ross distraction roll-up finish can one show have? Well, Ra is about to put that question to the test, it seems. Hopefully, Sheamus is fine, but it made for a visual, a dope visual. It did. Then they shifted over to even Marie pro, um, promo about being back to finish what she started. The video actually shows her doing some in-ring work and training. Oh, God. Naomi's music hits. She makes her way to the ring with Lana for their tag team match against Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. And we go to commercial break. And when we're back from commercial, we go into match number seven. Naomi and Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, and your winner is Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke at 3 minutes 42 seconds with a roll up or no rolling neckbreaker Samoa drop combination. Then we went to a video recap of Cedric Alexander berating Shelton Benjamin last week and his underhanded tactics to gain the victory with a neutralizer, um, Cesaro's finisher. Benjamin music hits, he makes his way for the rubber match to the ring. And there's a clip shown of the HBO show The Shop where Bad Bunny discussed his time in the WWE. He says his love came from when he was a kid and wrestling in the WWE was a dream. He said it was bigger than the Super Bowl, the Grammys, and it was the best moment of his life. Putting over the WWE, which you're supposed to do. You're always supposed to put the promotion before yourself. We go into match number eight and for the 912th time. 
Shelton Benjamin versus Cedric Alexander, and Cedric Alexander wins this match in less than 30 seconds with a neutralizer. Then they show Elias and Riker in the back, and they're holding their long laugh for stupies about trying to become the Raw Tag Team champions, champions. And we go, we continue backstage in the new days in the locker room, and and Kofi Kingston answers, and Kofi's talking about he wants to his relationship with his friends, his family, and getting back to that championship motivation. After losing to Brock Lesnar, which seems like centuries ago, which was the first edition of Raw, or not Raw, SmackDown on Fox, which seems like so long ago. Our number three takes us into match number nine for your tag team championship of the world. AJ Styles and Amos are your tag champions going in against Elias and Jackson Riker, and the winners are... And still your tag team champions, AJ Styles and Amos at 9.45 with a phenomenal forearm. Then they cut to Reggie in the back limping with his left leg tape. Nia Jax approaches and says he obviously proved he could handle himself. But was he sure about accepting Alexa Bliss's invitation? He says he'll be fine. Jax says, okay, be careful. And they'll still have to celebrate later. They show Bliss playing with Lily's hair as we cut the break. With the tag team match, what the Ross was the point of putting Jackson Riker over um, AJ Styles last week? It just made AJ look bad. And what happened tonight seems disconnected from what happened from the week prior events. They return with Elias retreating in the back as Patrick approached Elias. Riker says... Riker and Elias says Riker is going to come unhinged. He says Riker originally came to walk with him, but last week he looked like he out of himself and ran away. And Patrick said Riker won. Elias says with his help, and then continue on for a whole bodyguard chatting and re re re. You know, like I said, this baga talk, talk just happened on Monday night. Run. Not really much action. You have more action in Bugs Bunny and Tweety Show. Alexa Bliss welcomed people to the playground, and then she was interrupted by Lily as Lily inter- uh, introduced Reginald. He looked a, he took a weary seat on the swing next to Lily, and she asked, or uh, Alexa asked if she could talk, she could call him Reggie. He said, "Of course." She congratulated him on the victory, and he said, "Aside from his leg, he feels great." Bliss interrupted and said, Lily has a question. She held Lily up, but didn't he didn't respond. Bliss said, Lily wants to know about the Cirque du Soleil. But Blazer suddenly jumped Reggie and beat him bad. She took his spot on the swing. Bliss said hi, but that's, she wasn't invited. Bliss said it's only because Lily doesn't really like Blazer. Blazer says... Bliss is becoming a big problem, and she just saw how she handles her problems. She said, before things get out of hand, they'll have to chat, and she'll see her next week. She bent down and told Lily, it's just, just said Lily's a dumb idiot, dog, and, and Alexa Bliss's demeanor changed very quickly. 
Then it's Viking Raiders were showing in the back, and they were t- getting all hype up. Then they welcomed Mustafa Ali. He said, you don't trust anybody. My source says, you could trust him. Ali laughs and said, now you're getting it. They show McIntyre and Kofi Kingston warming up as they go to commercial. They return with um, Bobby Lashley in the back with him Geldem and MVP and talking about WrestleMania and all this kind of stuff. And the All Almighty, the beautiful with champagne is better. Lashley said there's nothing either man can do to end the Almighty Era match number 10 of the program, which is your main event Kofi Kingston, Drew McIntyre for the number one contendership match to face Bobby Lashley at for the WWE Championship. Let me get that right. At Hell in the Cell. And your winner is Drew McIntyre at 22-33 with the Claymore to a leaping Kofi Kingston. So Kofi was jumping, got hit with the Claymore. After the match, Kofi, Groggy got to his feet, they shook hands, Lashley's music hits, he posed with the title at the top of the ramp while McIntyre looked on and trash-talked from the second turnbuckle. And that's how we end the May 31st edition of Monday Night Raw. So some quick final thoughts here, my people. Last week's show was better than this week. This show was horrible. There was so many distractions and idiot decisions then again, applying logic to the WWE is a lost game. The main event was great, and does it and it doesn't make up for nearly every match before it, aside from Orton and Xavier Woods. However, if you choose to watch one match, watch McIntyre versus Kingston. So, folks, that was the May 31st edition of Monday Night Raw. And the next time you're going to hear me talk the things about professional wrestling will be on Friday Night SmackDown. Because, again, AEW Dynamite will not air on Wednesday night due to the NBA playoffs, which are on TNT. They are on Friday nights. So, I'm choosing to watch SmackDown and give y'all my... Review and thoughts on Friday Night Smackdown. If you want to get in touch with me, want to be a part of the show, want to be a guest, have concerns, just want to chat, can hit me up with an email, mrdrewwrestling99 at gmail.com. Past episodes of the Grateful Yardy Podcast are available on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Attic, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. And until next time, people, be inspired, be excited, and always, always, always remain grateful. Peace. <laughs>